Welcome to the Nightly Muse. I am your host, Tanaya Shane. And um, I'm going to oscillate back and forth between saying Tanaya Shay and Tanaya Shay because uh, it's hard to be consistent with that. I'm trying. <laughs> Tanaya Shay is like, it's harder to say that one fast, whereas Tanaya Shay is just easier um, if I'm, you know, just in my American drawl um <laughs> when the you know anyway tenayeshe uh tenayeshe it's just i have to be more deliberate with the consonants in my name um when i say it like it's supposed to be pronounced in shona um anyway i'm your host tenayeshe and um Tonight's episode is about uh, consistency, which is ironic because I have been inconsistent with the last like 10 episodes of this podcast. Um, I mean, I've been consistent in other episodes, inconsistent in other episodes, but like this final 10 stretch has been more inconsistent than like I, I did a relatively good job for like the first like two or three months of the season. But anyway. Not um, to make any excuses, we're just saying that I'm here to talk about consistency and, uh, or fighting to be that. Um, I feel like God has been teaching me in a lot of spaces lately that uh, I have to take things a day at a time. I've struggled with my weight for a long time. Uh, I'll spare you all of the details, but I am not the guy that stops playing football and just magically loses all the weight because I was naturally a bigger guy. There are certain people that aren't naturally big that, um, have to put on weight, um, forcibly. And when they're done with their playing careers, they just kind of shrink back to what they were before because that's just kind of what they naturally were. Anyway, I wasn't that I was naturally big. So I have to do the work of like, not that, you know, for other people, they didn't have to do the work, but for those of us who naturally put on weight a little easier, it's the opposite, right? I've got to work to get skinny and, uh, you know, Rome is not conquered in a day. Uh, my body will not be, um, rebuilt in a day either. Um, but my gosh, if I could do it, I would. And I've been learning and, you know, I've documented a lot of my journeys here um, and, and have talked about uh, other journeys in my life with this specific area. And it's it's difficult. Um, and I've gotten to a point where I'm like, OK, I'm going to lean into the fact that this is going to take me a long time and that's OK. Um but I've got to do the work in this like long time. I've got to be consistent. It might be sooner than I think, but I've got to do the work and I've got to, I've got to grind and I've got to be okay with the fact that it's going to take a while and that I'm going to feel more pain before I feel lighter. You know, like I'm going to have to deal with the repercussions of being a bigger dude. Um, as I work to lose the weight, that'll help me feel better. 
Um, and it's, it's tough because it's a lonely fight. Um, shout out to my cousin Josh cause he's doing the whole 30 with me right now. I'm not trying to, um, like be super loud about that because I'm just kind of in grind mode, but it just kind of slipped out right there. But anyway, um, it's hard to, to do stuff like this. Like I had to find a gym that was like a group workout type gym, ISI shout out. I've talked about it before. I'm still on that grind. Um, because I knew that I, I needed to be around people in this. Um, but ultimately I'm doing this by myself. <laughs> like it's, it's, I'm paying this subscription on my own. I'm going by myself. I don't really know anybody when I work out with the people that I work out with. Um, but in that there's still community and I needed that. Um, so that's one area of my life that I'm learning to take it a day at a time with, which is like health and fitness kind of, if that makes sense, nutrition and fitness, right? I have to combine both of those things to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. And then with my work, my career, I'm 24. I'm in my 25th year of life. Um, and for those that, that sounds contradictory, you start out at zero, which is your first year of life, and it's culminated at your first birthday, which is when you're one, which is entering your second year, even though you're still called a one-year-old because you're not two yet. You haven't been alive for two years yet. Okay, that random aside, I felt like I needed to say before people thought I was like stupid. But anyway, um, I had that realization very recently. <laughs> um, I'm at this space where like, you know, my job, it's been about a year, a little over a year now in my job. Uh, but I've been employed at this church for two years and really I've been on staff on and off for like four. Uh, and so I feel like I've been here a while and in previous episodes, I talked about moving up here because I wanted to be present and not feel like I was just, you know, I love Charlotte and just like ready to go back. Right. Like I didn't want to feel that way. And I felt like if God's going to call me back there, if God's going to call me out of this ever, that I wanted to do my piece um, making this place a place that I didn't want to leave. Um, and so I moved up here. And being in the environment, being in the space where I'm laboring, um, made me more invested and more connected and more drawn here. Um, but it didn't take away um, the parts of me that missed being in Charlotte, the parts of me that are looking for what's next that, that are, you know, that's trying to figure out and, and be present and aware and to what God is saying, um, and how I'm feeling. Somebody uh, messaged me on Instagram. And for those who don't have social media or Instagram specifically, if you don't follow that person, like if you don't know who that person is, like you don't, it like puts the message in this space. Um, where you can see, oh, somebody who you don't follow messaged you. And I just completely missed it. And uh, they asked me, if you could ask God anything right now, what would you ask him? Which is a great question. 
Um, and I said, I didn't know. Uh, and then I proceeded to answer proceeded. I think that is the correct. Yeah. Proceed. Yes. I proceeded to answer the question and was like, you know, I don't really know. Uh, I feel like the, cha- the, the question changes often. Um, but I guess if I were to ask him right now, I'd ask him if I were moving closer or further away from who he's wanting me to be, who he's wanting me to become. Um, because I feel like a lot of times I wonder if we're on the same page because I don't hear from God the way that other people do. I hear from God the way that I do, which is nice, but a lot of that has been retrospectively. You know, you feel things, uh, you feel moved, you feel compelled, and I'm sure that's the work of the Spirit. I feel nudges from the Spirit, and um, that allows me to move. And then I look back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at what God has done. Um, And in this space, right, like there's, I'm 25, or I'm in my 25th year. See, this is why that messed me up. I'm 24. I'm in my early (laughs) mid-20s. And I... I don't feel like I'm single, like I'm, I don't feel super tethered to any place, um, outside of like my family and people that I care about, like friends. And, you know, I don't, I'm not tethered to a location. And so I kind of feel like, you know, I'm not a free agent cause obviously I'm employed, but like you feel that feeling of, um, of like, uh, not detachment, but yeah, like you're untethered. And that feeling is, is great until you've been feeling that way for a while and you just want to feel rooted. Um, and so I've been learning to stay present, right? That was the lesson that I learned to deal with that feeling and trust that, you know, tomorrow will come when tomorrow comes. Worry about today. Um, but then there's the reality that I still think about tomorrow. <laughs> um, and so that's been a, a learning process. I'm still actively learning how to do that well. Um, when I think about dreams and, you know, wanting to get married one day and all of those things. Uh, one day at a time, tomorrow will, will worry about itself being the moment. Uh, with my struggle with pornography, man, I wish I was 10 years down the line tomorrow, having never looked at a inappropriate image or, um, done something out of a lustful place in my heart. Like tomorrow, I wish I could be 10 years down the road tomorrow, but again, make it through the night. Um, and it sounds like I've had conversations with people where that, that mindset feels you know, I got to a place where I was like, I'm losing, <laughs> I'm fighting and I'm losing. And for a long time, I felt like my struggle was something that I was going to struggle with for a long time. And then one day I wouldn't have to fight anymore. And I know people that have the cold turkey testimony, um, the, the CTT, <laughs> but God did not give me that. He did not bless me with that story. And that's okay. Um, I know people that, you know, had the, as soon as I stopped playing football, I just kind of thinned out and God did not give me that story and that's okay. <laughs> um, and I've had to learn like, 
okay. I posted about this just now on my Instagram because, you know, I I changed my IG to a content creator IG um, profile to, you know, because I'm making moves. And so um, in my post was just, you know, processing, expressing, talking about my, my struggle and this song, it's called One Touch and it's all about, you know, it's, it's my version of, you know, what if I were the woman, the bleeding woman, you know, with my addiction, with my struggle, with the thing that makes me ceremonially unclean, seeing Jesus, would I reach out? What would happen? All it would take is one touch and he would set me free. And I believe it. Um, scripture, right? Whom the sun's, whom the sun sets free is, is free indeed, right? So there's these, there's this rhetoric in scripture about this finished work, um, through the cross, through the work of the cross. Um, but I still struggle, right? Why I still fall. Um, and those two things can't be contradictory because there are script. There's also rhetoric in scripture that talks about how to walk and live in righteousness. So there is a finished work, but there's still responsibility on me to walk in that. And I'm going to like geek out go Bible nerd on you for a little bit. Um, the reason that all of those spaces are so difficult for me, you know, I want to read four chapters a day, finish the Bible in a year, and then I end up not even reading a single chapter, right? Like, I think I naturally, my personality, I think most people um, have that big swing. You want to hit the home run, nobody wants to hit the single, right? Um, you want to hit the three from near half court. People forget about the mid range. I do that all the time when I play basketball. It's one of my best shots, but I like shooting threes. And then when I'm off, I don't go where it's easy. I just keep shooting the long shot, <laughs> the deep ball. And, you know, what is it about my personality that does that? What is it about us as people that do that? Is it a Western thing? Is it a people thing, right? And I always get drawn back to the garden. Um, I am going to look it up on my phone because I don't want to um, miss misread or read it wrong, rather. Um there are a lot of things, and you're probably going to hear squeaks from my arm because I'm resting my arm on the table and I'm not editing it out because y'all can get over it. <laughs> um, okay. So, honestly, I'm just going to read the... Should I read the... I'm going to read the entire chapter. You, This isn't an audio book, but you know... I feel like I have a good reading voice. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat. Oh, snap. <laughs> but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You, you will certainly, oh my gosh, 
man, I gassed myself up for being such a good reader. And now I'm just like out here. God's humbling me anyway. (laughs) And you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of them both were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sued, sued, sewed. They sewed fig leaves together and made coverings from themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put me here with. She gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate it. So the Lord God said to that serpent, Because you have done this, and I'm going to stop there. But anyway, I'm not going to read the whole chapter. And also, just so you know, sometimes the Bible be out here wording things in a way that just isn't like conversational. And then you just mess up because you read it like you would say it. And so <laughs> the part where it said, um, what was it? Uh, the man said, the woman you put, me, uh, see, the woman you put me here with is what I want to say. But it says, the woman you put here with me. Uh, and then the other one was then the Lord God said to the woman what is this what is this you have done the woman said the serpent deceived me and I ate instead of saying and I ate it which is what I would normally say but anyway um, I tried my best I'm not going to edit that out again because you'll get over it and I think it's more human Um, there are a couple things from that passage. And then the other scripture that I wanted to read before I get done is Genesis one twenty seven, because I'm just going to talk about all of it instead of like reading it. And then, you know, that way, at least, you know, the real part, like I've read the, how it actually says it. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. All right. That's not the point. The point is not for me to talk about gender. It's to talk about identity and stuff like that. Um, There are a lot of things in Genesis 3 that drive me absolutely bonkers, not in like a bad way, but like in a, this is insane. Like it just is awe-inspiring. Like this is who God is and the intimacy of that is crazy, right? And so, um, (laughs) Bible nerd, here we go. They heard God walking in the cool of the day. And this part I am going to read again because to me, this is the crux of like who God is and what he cares about. Then the man and his wife 
heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. I, I'm sure I talked about this earlier in the season. Honestly, I don't even remember most of the episodes that I've done um, because there are 92 of them. Um, when my dad is walking up the stairs, I know what that sounds like. When my dad opens the door, I know what that sounds like. I know the difference between my dad doing that and my mom doing that because they do sound very different. Um, I know for the most part, like the only ones I don't know as well are my sisters because they sound so similar. Um, but when they're going upstairs, I can figure them out. Like to hear somebody's footsteps and know what that sounds like requires repetition. It re requires intimacy. It requires proximity that a, a stranger does not like. It doesn't work. That isn't possible. <laughs> um, you've got to walk with somebody to know what their footsteps sound like. You've got to hear them coming often to know what their footsteps sound like. They had relationship with God in a way that I have never experienced because the world wasn't broken at that point yet. Um, so why is walking a day at a time, taking things a day at a time, being consistent, difficult for me? This is my theory. Um, so the tree of life, there are two trees. There was the there were multiple trees, but the one you couldn't eat was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then there's the tree of life, which was also in the midst of the garden. So they were kind of like in close proximity of each other, I presume. Um, you couldn't eat one, you could eat the other. Like I read earlier, the serpent, in quotes, Satan, um, was convincing Eve, right, of the benefits of of eating that fruit that they weren't supposed to eat from. You'll be like God, knowing good and evil. There was this um, appeal um, to be like God. The craftiness of the serpent wasn't to give an outright, like, overt, you know, it's fine to eat from the fruit. No. He said, I'm not going to tell you that it's okay. I'm going to tell you why it's appealing. And then I'll be like, yeah, eat it. <laughs> Um, and the appeal was to be like God in Genesis one twenty seven says that we are already like him in the way that he wants us to be because we're made in his image. So there's already a likeness. There's already a similarity. There's already a, um, yeah, like a likeness. I don't think there's another word that I can think of right now, um, in the ways that God thought mattered. And we chose to go about, you know, eating the fruit because that was, you know, the thing that was at the forefront, right? She was convinced to do that and, or deceived rather. And so, okay, right? Like that's the, that's the information that we get the context that we get from that story, but what's, what are the implied, right? Like the, the implied truths, like the, the hearing 
his feet, hearing him walk in the cool of the day, that implies knowledge of what his feet sound like, his, his movement. That implies having walked together before. Um, what is the tree of life being allowed imply? What is the, the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil imply? Right? Like God doesn't care about us knowing everything. He just wants us to, to walk with him forever because the tree of life was accessible. He just wanted day-to-day, slow, like slow-paced, intimate, like relationship with us. So of course, <laughs> you know, we said no to that. Um, yeah, like we ate the fruit, but in, like the consequence, we're not in the garden right now. The the earth is not as it should be, whether you believe in God or not. Like we all feel like the weight of the brokenness around us. We just got out of lockdown, right? Like that is not a a distant memory by any means. We have experienced brokenness and continue to experience that. I believe, and, and a lot of people believe, like, that brokenness started then. But more than that, like, it was a uh, an access, right? Like, this, a way of life was also, like, broken. And... Man, like I am fighting to to experience that now. You know, like I do believe the work of Jesus was complete. And I'm not going to experience that fully until he returns and, and all of the things that scripture talks about. But I'm trying to approach this thing a day at a time. I'm trying to approach the weight thing a day at a time, a meal at a time, a hydro jug of water at a time. Um, cause I'm peeing all the time right now. <laughs> I've got like a 73 ounce, uh, jug that I have to drink like a bottle and a half of, or a jug and a half of a day. And it's, it's kind of a, it's a grind. I was doing twice a day and between when I, it was a lot, I peed a lot. Um, luckily not in the bed <laughs> cause we are grown <laughs> anyway. Um, this one day at a time thing is difficult. And I think that it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's what I'm learning right now is that, you know, in all, like, I feel like it's happening in multiple facets of life, but it's because it's, it's really, I'm not being pulled in three different directions or seven different directions about this. Like, I'm really just having to learn to, to make that a life principle that like, this is a one day at a time thing. Uh, tomorrow will handle itself. That is that is scripture. It's in Matthew. I'm not going to pull it up right now because God has humbled me about my uh, reading. And <laughs> I'm a good reader. I just, you know, messed up a couple times. But anyway, I'm learning that. I'm learning to take things slow. And in that, you know, because I'm learning that in a lot of areas, I'm not going to get that perfect in any of them. Um, but I do feel like I'm learning to be okay with that and just learning to, to improve in the areas that I, I can as God continues to show me like what walking with him daily looks like with my struggle with pornography. It's not a 
like that cold turkey, that freedom, that, that thing starts now. But let me just be cold turkey tomorrow. <laughs> and then the day after that. But let me not worry about the day after that until I achieve the cold turkey today. Right? Like, it's such a weird... Um, I don't even know where that metaphor comes from. But anyway, I I just want to... There's hope and there's like repeatability like there's there's um there's freedom for me in living in my freedom one day at a time there is hope for me in making the right health choices tomorrow after having made the right choices today there is hope in i might mess up but look at where god is taking me just get up and keep walking. There's a reason <laughs> um, why my mentor said to me, "Don't, don't just flee. You have to, you have to flee towards something. You can't flee forever, um, or else you just get worn out. You gotta fill yourself with something else, and you gotta fill it with the right thing. And for me right now, that." running towards is okay once i've run to to god once i've turned and repented and and tried to to find jesus again let's walk together he was there the whole time let's turn around and start walking with god he he'll be he'll be with you one of my favorite songs um the the blessing the lord bless you and keep you make his make his face shine upon you and be be faithful to you the lord turn his face towards you and bring you peace and then the bridge right may is what is it one of the, the it's the second piece it's may his presence go before you and behind you beside you all around you and within you he's with you he's with you like that that is what i want i want to walk with the guy that is in front behind beside and all around and within me he's there and there's hope in that and so all of this to say i'm learning to do this like in in every space um there was a lot of me this was a longer episode obviously um but i just you know wanted to catch people up and talk about what i'm learning in life right now and and, and say like this is not an easy thing i am failing at it often um but I'm seeing how God is forming me in that. And it's been really sweet. Um, and I'm going to end there. This is the Nightly Muse. I'm your host, Tanaya Shea. And we will be back with some more heat, hopefully tomorrow. Um, but I will let tomorrow worry about itself. Peace. <laughs>